Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yellow presents the Bob Hope Show. Transcribed direct from Hollywood with Les Brown and his band of renown. For Jello, yours truly, Bill Goodwin. Our singing star, Margaret Whiting. Our special guest, Jack Webb. And here he is, Bob Hope. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Well, here I am still going steady with Jello. I don't know what it is, but there's something about my personality that sells those six delicious flavors, especially lemon. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here tonight. I've been keeping my fingers crossed all week with this flu that's going around. It's really an epidemic, you know. In fact, there's so much flu in show business that Phil Spitalny is advertising Evelyn and her magic thermometer. <laughs> One doctor had so many cases of flu, he rented a helicopter and sprayed Pasadena with penicillin. <laughs> and Jane Russell's got a slight cold. Doctors came from as far away as Alaska for the examination. <laughs> I was right there with my stethoscope. I was hoping for a quarantine. And you know, everyone... Everyone thought Marie Wilson had the flu because she bought a couple of handkerchiefs with her to the studio. But it turned out they were her costume. She gets the flu now. She's really in trouble. And those cold germs are everywhere. On the Lawrence Welk show, that bubbling music is now done with Alka-Seltzer. I tuned in and heard Crosby singing the other night. I'm sure he's sick. And people are staying home on account of this epidemic. There's so few cars in the streets, it disrupted traffic on Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> to have an accident now, you have to make an appointment. <laughs> and I hear that Phil Harris is flat on his back. Of course, with Phil, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> it could just be hardening of the old Forester. <laughs> Phil Harris really does have an ailment, you know. He has termites. He got them from breathing in too much sawdust. <laughs> I got the sniffles and rushed to Hollywood Hospital last night. I must have gotten in the wrong entrance. At three in the morning, a nurse woke me up and said, Congratulations, it's a seven-pound boy. <laughs> but there's one sure remedy for flu. You drink a glass of hot lemon juice while breathing into a paper bag with a belladonna plaster on your back, and at the same time, you inhale menthol in your nose while you keep your feet in a hot mustard bath. On second thought, it's easier just to go. (laughs) 
My doctor told me to be very careful during this outbreak. He said to avoid everything that might pass germs from one person to another, even money. So I took his advice. I went out to Santa Anita. <laughs> Going to Santa Anita is rough. It takes so much out of me. Santa Anita is sort of a garbage disposable with money. But Santa Anita is in a beautiful setting. Mountains on one side, hock shops on the other. I haven't seen so much money go down the drain since Crosby luxed out his money belt. <laughs> and there was really a big crowd out there. Santa Anita hasn't been affected much by inflation. They still have a lot of $2 windows, only now they're in the Coca-Cola machines. <laughs> I have a system of betting, and I've never had to walk home yet for one very good reason. There's no window where you can bet your car. <laughs> I finally got a horse that could win a race. They let him run all by himself. <laughs> And on the last race, I bet every cent I had. And my horse would have won, but he had a cautious streak in him. He followed along behind the other horses, yelling, This is just reckless, fellas, going so fast in all this smog. Thank you, Don McNeil. Say, Bill. <laughs> yes, Bob. Bill, what's that string tied around your finger for? String? What, what string? Oh, you mean this one here? That's to remind me to ask the folks in the audience a question. Oh, what's the question? I've forgotten. <laughs> Would it have anything to do with Jell-O? Who cares about Jell-O? Well, who cares about getting their paycheck this week? <laughs> who cares about Jell-O? <laughs> Everybody cares about Jell-O, Bob, and I'll tell you something that folks like extra special, and that's those wonderful Jell-O salads. Which reminds me of my question. And that is? Folks, have you served a Jell-O salad now recently? Now we're going, now we're going. <laughs> have you served a Jell-O salad lately? If you haven't, your family is missing out on a real meal snapper-upper. Real meal snapper-upper? Yeah. Bill, what kind of language is that? What you mean is that the crisp, refreshing flavor of a shimmering Jell-O salad is just the thing to add that piquant, delicate touch that transforms a run-of-the-mill dinner into a gourmet delight. <laughs> Like I said, a real meal snapper-upper. And folks, a Jell-O salad helps you avoid that last-minute rush at mealtime. Make it in the morning, set it in the refrigerator, and forget about it. And then when dinner time rolls around, there's no fuss or bother required. All you have to do is set that cool, colorful Jell-O salad on the table and let the family do the rest. Yeah, and gals, you'd better get your own share early, because take my word for it, once the kids get at that Jell-O salad, man, it goes. Well, they eat it all, huh? And Bill, my kids even eat the shimmer. <laughs> Well, take a hint, gals. Make a Jello salad for your family tomorrow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the next voice you hear will be that of Jack Webb, star of Chesterfield's great radio and television series, Dragnet. Tonight, in his role as Sergeant Joe Friday, he will take us step-by-step -step through the investigation of a criminal case. <laughs> It was Monday, January 20th. It was cool in Los Angeles, topcoat weather. I was working the day watch out of homicide. My name's Friday. The boss, Captain Kresnick, told me to expect a new partner. I don't know too much about this officer. He's just been transferred to the detective division. Supposed to be a hot shot. Now we'll see. 9.40 a.m., the door opens. Anyone for criminals? <laughs> Who are you? 
I'm Officer Hope. Captain Kresnick told me to report here. Are you Sergeant Friday? That's right. Well, we're detectives. Let's catch a crook. <laughs> I got my badge, my blackjack, my handcuffs, my gun, and a bus ticket to San Diego. Bus ticket? Bus ticket to San Diego? Yeah, in case of trouble, I'll go there till it blows over. <laughs> All right, sit down, Hope. Let's get acquainted. Okay. You know something? You look a lot like Bob Hope. I can't help it. I was in an accident. <laughs> now, it's a pretty fair patch-up job. Hope, where you been working in the department? I was in uniform in the traffic detail. That's so? I was pretty good at it, too. I handed out 3,000 parking tickets a day. 3,000 a day? How could you do that? I put the tickets on the cars before they left the factory. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you enjoy your work. Yeah, I love being in the force. I've always been a cop. Always? Sure. The day I was born, the doctor slapped me, and I arrested him for assault and battery. <laughs> well, now you're in the detective division. Yeah, and I figure I ought to do pretty good. I can smell a crime a mile away. Yeah, well, you sure got the equipment. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hope you might as well start learning about your new assignment. Okay, Sergeant. Now, in the police department, they refer to the detective division as the brains. The brains, huh? Yeah. How come you got transferred? <laughs> well, it was kind of a reward. You see, I caught that bank ban at Grandma. No kidding. How'd you swing that? Well, I found out she was hanging around a certain bar, so I went in there and slipped a Mickey in her Lydia Pinkham's. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. It was a real struggle taking her in. I got hurt. You did, huh? Yeah, I backed into one of her knitting needles. <laughs> I was questioning her. I had the feeling she kind of went for me. Yeah, you'd make a lovely couple. <laughs> well, I'm all through with romance. What's the matter? No girlfriend? I had a girl. Went steady with her. For three years, we were never out of each other's sight. In love? No, I lost the keys of the handcuffs. <laughs> Look, Friday, what are we sitting around here for? Let's get on a case. Let's go somewhere and snoop. All right, take it easy. You'll get your chance. I'm ready to. I've been practicing my jujitsu. Pretty good at it, huh? Good. I'm perfect. I even invented a jujitsu hold of my own. It's unbeatable. No matter what you try to do to me, I can throw you over my head right into that corner. Go ahead, make a pass at me. I'll show you. Okay, here I come. Well, don't just stand there. Pick me up. <laughs> now, you listen, Hope. I don't mind you being a beaver, but there are a couple of things... I'll get it. Homicide, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. How long ago? Yeah. Okay, got it. What is it? Guy just been found dead. 16 Connolly Street.